I'm excited. I'm very excited. For the second time in 100 years, the first time in our lifetime, a blank was spotted in California. Wow. Interesting. Wait, you're really excited. You're it's, very well, excited. Well, I like this animal a lot. I'm and gonna say, it's exciting okay. to see it. Wild times. Woo! Wild times, yeah. episode oh, number yeah. oh, 120. Yeah. 120, I'd say hours, but it's way more than that, of podcasting <laughs> with you guys. Pretty good stuff. I'm your host, Forrest Galante, the broologist joining me tonight, the one, the only, the Spiceman, Mr. Papa P himself, the producer. What's going on, Papa what P? What is up, my friend? Uh, How are you? Cheers. I'm. Oh, where's mine? Right here. I got my fat tire. Uh, had some friends over last night till the wee hours of the morning. Good. And I went to get beer because one of the guys is a, a bodybuilder, but also a beer drinker. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, he'll be into this carbon neutral thing. Like somehow in my mind that turned into low carb, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> yeah. But I drank about a hundred of these last night, struggling a little bit today. Good for uh, you. And you look like you might have some little bags under your eyes there. Yeah. I've been sick for like, all weekend so uh yeah we'll get into that i'll finish the intros in a second here and the one the only the phd in podcasting the professional the mm-hmm. professor how are you peter i'm good uh i've been waiting for a while uh for this public pod uh i got something i want to talk about it has to do with the fruit picker kyle get prepared to pull up my instagram is there a reason you're uh, and, so like down right now? Can you can am you I just... down? Yeah, no, no, he's, volume? he's getting no, he's getting ready to unleash. Oh, he's, he's ramping up. I know, I know. Oh, okay. I've like my long. energy's down. You just like you're coming in real soft, and I'm wondering if you're just gonna look at his eyes. His eyes, what? yeah, stunning. Look at I, Peter's eyes. I'm really excited about this podcast. I wasn't lying. <laughs> okay, I'm like, good. Uh, it's just All right, what happened? Pod. With, what, what happened with the FP? The FP, the fruit picker. Yeah. Yes. I got a new one. That's all. I got a new fruit picker. It's (laughs) the exact same model. They've been out of it at Home Depot. I posted a little story about it. Had a lot of fun picking fruit. (laughs) Ah, You know, you know, you know, know. earlier. (laughs) Dude, look at that bunch of lemons. No squirrels on those, boy. Uh -uh. I think it's a blessing in disguise because these lemons are the best lemons that I've ever seen or tasted in my life. They're the size of a fucking cantaloupe. I'm real happy today. And yeah, that's it. Do you think that your neighbor feels the, do you think that the the neighbor feels the same way when she's poaching your lemons while you're sleeping with your fruit picker? (laughs) No, but I did. It's so funny because once you, uh, by the way, if you haven't heard the fruit picker story, like you should just leave the podcast right now. It's in like 14 episodes. So yeah, (laughs) go go back. But now every time I like look at that tree, it it gives me like a bad taste in my mouth. And today (laughs) I noticed that when they were trimming their tree that we had to force them to do the, 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 the company bent a few of my lemon branches over the wall. So now that some of my lemons are hanging into their yard, I made Burn a it. concerted effort to go and make sure that none of my <laughs> fucking lemons are going to that, that house. All right. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you got your lemons animal and wildlife. Podcast. The next time, the next time we come over, you better have fresh lemonade for us. And I'm not oh, kidding. Absolutely. Um, can we do, and can we do way, something? Some, can I do something? Can we do something? Can I do too. something? I want to do yes, something. Please. Can I do yes, something? Yes, you child. All right. Yeah. Can we do 
What's in the news? Here we go. Here we go. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'll tell you why. I've got I've, I've got to say at least 50 Brosners sent this to me for the first time in one. Sorry, for the second time in 100 years, the first time in our lifetime, a blank was spotted in California. Before I say what it is, why don't you guys take a crack at it? Peter? Patrick? Oh, this wow. how recent? How recent? Yesterday. Day, day before yesterday. I'm going to say uh, a polite person <laughs> spotted in um, L.A. Uh, interesting. In Cal- um, a good driver. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a few more of these. Is it, wait, you're really excited. You're it's, very well, excited. Well, I like this animal a lot, and I'm gonna say, it's exciting okay. to see it. So I haven't seen it. I'm going to say a Rocky, like Mount, a Rocky Mountain wolf. Ooh, good guess. Good guess. I'm going to go uh, Tasmanian devil. So, so close, that'd be fascinating. That would be um, really fascinating. <laughs> guys, for the second time in a hundred years, a wolverine has been spotted in Northern California. Wow. Like the comic book guy or. All right, I'll stop. That's, that's the a animal? pretty big deal. This is a rare animal. Wolverines are not typically in the Golden State. Department of Fish and Wildlife has confirmed that it's a legit sighting. Uh, both sightings were in Inyo National Forest. Uh, really? Tulum. Yep. Where's yep. that? Up near, Yos- up near Yosemite. Okay. Yep. Wow. It's pretty exciting. It's on, it's I think it's fucking cool. To, yeah. Well, yeah, Inyo so National what's, Forest what's, is yeah. really cool, by the way. It's a really cool spot. Okay, so well, what's the, the other deal time, with this? They've been extinct from our state for for years, or I don't think I don't think that I'd have to look this up. I don't think they were expatriated from California. I think it's just very rare for them to come this far south and this far west. So just okay. to have them in California is pretty. You know, they're a northern animal. They're a cold climate animal, and so to have them in Inyo around Yellowstone, the last one they found was up Yosemite. in Yosemite. Uh, sorry, the, what did I say? Yellowstone, <laughs> Yosemite. Um, sick. It's too okay. many fat tires. Uh, yeah, the last one they found was up near Truckee. I don't know, five or eight years ago or something like that. And so I don't know, pretty big deal. Like a wolverine in California. That's exciting. I mean, even just spotting a wolverine in the wild in a known habitat where they live is very difficult. They're very, as Forrest likes to say, cryptic. They hide. They you don't you yeah. just don't see them a lot. There's not that many. No, interesting. And they're cool. I didn't even they're know they were in and... the United States. I thought these were a uh, an animal that only was in Africa or something. <laughs> I, uh, I know you think it's not. funny, but there are probably a lot no. of people who listen to the podcast. I, I, I think that's right. a good point. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> it, it actually is a good point because people think it's like a honey badger. It's like something that lives in Africa right. and rips people to shreds in another <laughs> part of the world. Let me ask no, you a quick there. question, Forrest. Yes. Wolverine versus honey badger. Uh... Hmm, honey badger. I think wolverines are a lot bigger, though. I have to double check that. I think wolverines are significant. Kyle, Kyle, get us some facts well, on this. L- let you? me tell you, and I'm not going to introduce him just yet, but our guest who's waiting backstage will certainly come on with a smug comment about this. <laughs> yeah, he will. And you'll have all well, he's the got facts. A smug comment about everything. Not because he's already Googled it while we're sitting here and he's listening in, but because he actually knows the information. No, I'm fairly certain yes, wolverines are substantially larger than honey badgers, but riddle me this. Riddle me this. You're a Wolverine. You're pretty much at the top of the charts in Canada and Alaska where you hang out. Nothing's going to fuck with you. Okay. Okay. You're a honey badger. You're, you're distinctly smaller. You live in Africa. There are mm. leopards. <laughs> there are cobras. There are lions. There are rhinos. You have to, you, it's, it's, this is a 
classic case of not the size of the dog in the fight, the size of the fight in the dog. So I'm going honey badger. <laughs> For sure. I'm saying that that asshole, there's nobody going to take on a honey badger. He'll rip a wolverine to shreds. Dude, that's, and yeah. let's see. Should we see what our esteemed, uh, our we very see what our esteemed guest thinks? Thanks, Kyle. I know they're own. way bigger. I didn't know the exact stats. Uh, dude, he went, Kyle just popped. So, producer Kyle, please come on the air. Real quick. <laughs> we need to have a talk. Yeah. So Kyle just sent a <laughs> sassy message in the so chat sassy. to Forrest. He's pissed say? off. Nope, nope. <laughs> so oh, he goes capital word Okay, in there. so so yeah. yeah, I put All caps. Wolverine way bigger. And the yes. reason I did that was because when I Googled how big a honey badger was, all that popped up was centimeter measurements. And I don't know how to convert those. So, I was like, <laughs> so that's just okay, small, just, no matter what. It's in centimeters. centimeters. It's exactly. not big. Yeah, okay, it's in okay, feet. Well, it's big. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Kyle. That was sassy. Um, Forrest would like to meet with you after the show. Yeah, uh, we'll be having a talk. And now for our very own honey badger. Hey, guys, if you're enjoying. Whoops. Guys, if you like The Wild Times, check us out on Patreon. We put out four extra podcasts per month. That's one commute a week that you're just going to be laughing and learning the whole time in the car. <laughs> hey, let me do, do something else. This is the late night content, the stuff that we, we can't show on, on YouTube because they'll kick us off YouTube. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. <laughs> Uncensored, raw dog. It's the Cinemax of podcasts check it out link right here yeah let's bring, bring him in. on we got a big announcement part yep, two let's do it hey oh, there he yikes. is what's Ladies up gentlemen. buddy i just hey i'm so grateful you didn't bring me in for lemon gate and uh yeah i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna back i'm gonna back the wolverine in the snow and the honey badger in the dirt i mean i i really okay. is a question okay. of where the fight where the venue where the fight venue is right the, i think wolverines aren't that much bigger they're about Maybe five, 10 pounds bigger, um, much bigger claws, though. And when you say there's nothing much hassle them in, in North America and Canada, I mean, no. I mean, you've got wolves, you've got Canadian lynx, you got a, you got moose, you know, uh, I, occasional mountain lion. I, I think I like this matchup. I like this matchup, but this, this, this matchup, this is Lennox Lewis Tyson. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good fight. They say that good styles fight. make fights, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and I was at Lennox Lewis Tyson actually in Memphis and I'm telling you, I know Tyson lost that and he got knocked out, but he missed Lewis's chin by one of Kyle's centimeters, which is not a real measurement. I mean, he missed by like just a bee's dick. It was nothing. And the fight would have been over twice in the first round had he connected, but in the end he got clubbed. It was it was awesome. But anyway, it's a pleasure to be back, gentlemen. Uh, Welcome. Good, good to see you, Forrest. Good to see yeah, you, Luca. Uh, yeah, buddy. Rita, you're, you're from, you, you're from Australia. Like no, I got to interrupt you because you're going to okay. make fun of All right, He's not ahead. from Australia. He's go not, ahead. He's not technically. <clears throat> I, just say, Ritep, right I don't know what's up with you, Ritep. You do. You look like the before picture in one of those horny goat weed ads. By the way, look at BTG's <laughs> like, look at BTG's like hipster lumberjack fresh off you just pulled the tag yeah. off that 30 seconds ago son <laughs> he just he started watching youtube and was like how to be cool in 2023 yeah. and threw this outfit together he wrote how to be relevant at 47 <laughs> this is this is that's that, that's me i'm just i am i am just born again millennial i'm actually that's not even the, it's just i just reek of gen z so this this these fresh threads this this gorgeous gingham 
This is actually one of my costume shirts from uh, the live action part of Adventure Beast, the little things uh, we did at the end. Yeah, and I'm being yeah. so lazy and so cheap. Instead of getting my dry cleaning, I'm just taking wardrobe, wardrobe out of the box. Hey, hey Kyle, got Kyle, do me a favor. I got to interrupt no for a second here. Sure. I got to interrupt for a second here. If you're if you're <laughs> listening to this, go to the YouTube right now. Kyle, pull up a picture. You're gonna know the picture immediately. Google men over 30 in skinny jeans. And I, I'm certain it'll be the first picture that pops up. <laughs> it'll, this it'll, is it'll, BT- it'll be Every time I see this picture, I think of, of our esteemed buddy, BTG. Stand yeah. up, BTG. Do. Let's get a drum roll. Let me see what kind of pants you got on under <laughs> I'm there. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there he is. Look at that. Oh, Tell me that is a BTG right up. there. Dude, <laughs> look at I, wish, I wish I had that tight ass. Look at those legs. Look at that. Look at that. That's what I mean, my that, baby, my brand new baby's butt looks like. That I mean yeah. that this is my profile, but that but that ass like. is I mean that ass is is that is tight. That is Victoria's <laughs> secret for men. If That's, you're if you're only listening to the podcast, you should probably come and look at what the fuck we're talking about. So BTG's wearing a shirt that's called Buffalo Check. I have several uh, quilts and afghans that I bust out at Christmas time wow. of that of that wow. decoration. Who doesn't have yeah. an afghan? Yeah, I mean, uh, good point. I, what, I so an afghan I, I is, mean, like, is, is a scarf, right? It's a, it's like a pashmina. <laughs> no, an afghan's just another word for blanket that makes it sound fancy. I think. Oh, is it? Unless I've been using Talk it about wrong. Skinny jeans. I don't do. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm for not us, uh, let me ask you a question. Please. So we used to, we, my entire group of friends used to call Peter cheap jeans. That was his uh-huh. nickname because he, what? long after jeans were getting more tapered, um, Peter was still wearing very, very cheap sort of loose fitting jeans. Yeah. Um, I could see that. I'm not jeans. one to buy new jeans. I was frugal at the time. <laughs> what about You're now? Frugal remember he was eating, remember my he wife was buys eating that free, those free KFC vouchers and sharing them a social currency. I mean, <laughs> yeah. right. I almost got fired from my job. It's a sore subject. <laughs> All right. So do, do, does anyone here have a pair of jeans where they'll wear them if they're like going out to dinner with their wife, but they won't wear them around like guy friends? <laughs> Oh yeah, it was you're like a little jeans. too skinny. Yeah, yeah you're have, fashionable. Yeah, jeans. yeah. I yeah. have a pair the of H&M. I have a pair of yeah. uh, off white jeans, and I can't believe I own. <laughs> off white, man. Off white, and I've only ever worn them to uh, lunch events with my wife. True story. With like a with like a metal studded belt and a chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, that I must show some serious cock bulge, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it that's the to. point. You know, I'm yeah, on, I'm nice. on, I'm on show. I know it. She's flaunting me. I got to yeah. play the pot. You know, you got your fake dick underwear on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got, so I got my rubber tap on. That's right. <laughs> it's yeah. rubber tap. The wife <laughs> called me a tap. I don't know what it. I don't know what that's about. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that Forrest is now the one who's trying to keep the show on the rails. Like normally, <laughs> it's, it's me who's stressed out and I'm thinking about things too much. It's Forrest right this now. This is what happens when you get a beer sponsor and your guest is huffed up on pills. This <laughs> is true. This what is, is true. that Dylan. giant thing of pills you have there? I hope they're hydrocodone. Uh, you know what? I do have hydrocodone, but I save that for special occasions. Coming over tomorrow. A la white jeans time. <laughs> uh, no, it is just ibuprofen. My back is is fucked five ways, so I'm just popping these puppies like Tic Tacs. And you know what? It's what I needed to get here tonight. Yeah, Dude, hold on. And, before and you're looking before good. I segue, hold on, hold on. Before I segue us out of this, so there's an announcement coming. We'll get to that in a moment. It's exciting. There's a reason BTG is here on, on here tonight. 
But halfway through BTG preparing (laughs) for said announcement, he sends a text to our group thread that goes, sorry, guys, broke my back. Going to be out for a couple weeks. (laughs) Would you would you care to elaborate just a hair on that? I mean, that's. What? Well, first of all, I immediately texted everybody on the side and I was like, he's trying to bail full of shit. Bullshit. <laughs> this is utter nonsense. <laughs> um, look, it's a stupid story. I picked up a, a large heavy box out of the garage. It was starting to split, you know, those big cardboard moving boxes, sort of three feet by three feet by three feet. Mm-hmm. And they're just difficult. They're slippery and dusty. And this thing's splitting. I'm like, Oh, don't Were you wearing tripped the white over, pants tripped over my baby gym set. <laughs> went down and I was next to my wife's car and I didn't want to smash in the side of my wife's car. So I sort of (laughs) twisted and I fell backwards over some gym equipment onto the concrete and didn't let go of the box. And so I crushed uh, three discs in my back and got some pretty heavy nerve damage. And so the pain was, you know, and I know what pain is. It was, it was just a, absolute game over pain and because and and i was having uh, trouble moving my left foot and i just thought holy shit i've really done my spinal cord here and once i ascertained that it it wasn't fully broken there was uh, you know i was okay it was just jolts of of pain like sciatica but just dialed up to 11 i'm such an idiot i'm like you know what i'll walk it off and so i started of course every man around the block and I got about not even a quarter mile and I'm like, I got to sit down. And then I sat down and I go, whoop, that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> and, oh, so, and so the only, the only, the only way it felt better was to lie in like a, the fetal position, like a bruised banana on my side on someone else's lawn. <laughs> and finally I just kind of struggled home. And when my wife Yikes. came back, I'm lying flat on the ground with my feet on the coffee table, just trying to work it out. Anyway, mm-hmm. we went in for the x-rays, the MRIs, and found out I'd, I'd done a fair bit of damage. Um, the good news is uh, that's some um, two months ago now. I am 80%, 90% better. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, back to doing a lot of things, tons of rehab, tons of physio, injections in the spine. Jesus Christ. And that's going to be ongoing. This yeah, is essentially nightmare. what you have to look forward to is that you <laughs> will also trip over a toddler's playset and have your <laughs> catastrophic injury. When you don't it's have that inevitable. young, supple 35-year-old body anymore. Uh, I do, indeed. And it's also, it's inevitable for those of us that put themselves in harm's way and barely escape by the skin of their teeth constantly that you That's have to right. hurt yourself doing that something right. very mundane. Um, yeah. dumbest the, thing is, possible. Isn't that the truth of it, though? We do all this crazy oh, yeah. stuff, and yeah, you know, I have my nipple ripped off by a reindeer, but the rest of it's just <laughs> boring stuff. You know, it's just it's just that little slip, and then all of a sudden, your knees facing yep. the wrong way, and you and you're like you're holding you're holding two soft serve ice cream cones, and you're like, how does this happen? Yeah, especially when you're <laughs> as old as you are. I mean, the, the whole setup to the to the everything that, that you were explaining before the serious injury it was like the setup for a, the beginning of of like a romantic comedy movie. Oh my like, god! Yeah, oh, that's true. That's right. True. Cute me. Yeah, that's how they, yeah. they call it a hashtag cute me. It's called a meat so- cute. Meat cute, yeah. Who the hell knows that? I'm disappointed. Just because you're from the southern hemisphere doesn't mean you reverse a meat cute, (laughs) son. Um, Meat cute for cute mate. BTG. When I think of Australia, I think of a lot of things. One is silly people, funny accents. Another one is Australians learnt from their mistakes and have become good conservationists. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I could be wrong. That's just the impression that I get. 
right? Well, I Which love is that you like, get that right. impression. I mean, you could you could make that argument uh, about some parts of the U.S., for example. Oh, I would say the whole of the U.S. I would um, say the U.S. in general has been like, wow, we really fucked up. Like we eliminated our bison and we nearly crashed all of our fisheries. And now we have pretty strict regulations around all of those species. So, yeah, I mean, I I agree, but continue. I I think that, yeah, I think you give yourself a lot of praise there. I'm going to back that compliment down to like a seven and and, and emphasize the sum of America. I think that's definitely true. But what I think they have in common is is a shift of uh, basically back in the 19th century, uh, if you had a ton of money and you love wild places and wild things, you would get together an expedition on a ship and go shoot something or, fil- or, or film it or later on you'd film it. You'd take photographs, you'd paint it, you know, you'd go on that. Now, with much of the world has been obviously at least discovered, if not studied, now what's happening in the U.S. and Australia and other affluent nations is people get a bunch of money and then they buy and rewild habitat and that's happening a lot more in the u.s i mean you want to talk about bison i mean if it wasn't for ted turner's billions i mean Mm -hmm. who would have thought watching the atlanta braves would pay for anything and then (laughs) that's what that's what happened uh with cnn and and the tnt and all these things and then and that's happening in australia too we're doing a lot more of that but i will say this this is what gives me heart talk about some of the recent events in alaska trying to trying to drill near uh salmon hatcheries and a whole bunch of different things and concerned citizen groups are unifying indigenous peoples, uh, fishermen, um, you know, other industries, tourism. They get together and fight against what would destroy the habitat. And I think Australia has done that as well, but we are not perfect. I mean, where I come from in well, Tasmania, which I think is heaven on earth, we have those filthy uh, salmon farms off the coast that destroy. Uh, aqu- I thought you were going to say Tasmanians. I thought you were going to say we have those filthy <laughs> Tasmanians just running right. around ruining the place. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we are pungent. We are pungent. We are not filthy, and there is a difference, and you fucking know it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we're all human, so, and we all suck. So, so, given that my general feelings towards Australia is like, wow, they're sort of forefront of conservation now. You can imagine my shock when oh, I read a headline today, oh. which says conservationists welcome gillnet fishing ban in the Great Barrier Reef World Heritage Site. As in, they've been we still, gillnetting we still in the Great Barrier Reef World Heritage Site up until now, and will continue to, by the way, until 2027. The ban is to take is, place by 2027. That's which part of the Barrier Reef? Which part of the Great Barrier Reef? Which part of it? Because it's huge. It's bigger than most countries. Where is it? Yeah, I mean, I know there are net freeze. I I don't. I mean, look, I know it's in Queensland. I know there are net free zones. I haven't looked at a map of it, but I was that is shocked. I mean, I can. I look. That shocks me as well. I've like I've spent a lot of time up there. Dived a lot of it. um, Sailed all through it from from the bottom to the top. So that does surprise me because I've never seen a fishing boat there at any time I've been there. So I don't really know what that means. I wonder if it was a is it had anything to do with indigenous uh, fishermen or the northern third, says Kyle, Gulf of Carpentaria. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. So in the north, we share the fishing waters with a number of our northern partners from Indonesia and Papua New Guinea. Um, mm. It's a difficult and tense area. A lot of indigenous fishing rights there. The Gulf of Carpentaria is probably, in my opinion, uh, what you would call shrimp and I would call prawn, the best fishery for shrimp and prawn on the planet. Huge protected bay, warm waters. I mean, Mm -hmm. these banana shrimp, uh, you know, get up to over 12 inches long. Not scampi, just shrimp. 
and it's the most delicious, uh, great fishing too. I've caught uh, incredible giant trevally up there. It's it's terrific place for fishing. Now I know that they have those monstrous factory ships for the shrimping. I know that that's there. So Forrest Gump, you know, gone steroids is what they have up there. I don't know <laughs> how this be, is relevant to that, but that would I be mean, a trawler. This is talking about gillnets specifically. Yeah, but um, you run out behind a. Well, isn't that a similar thing, but on a smaller scale? No, not typically. So gillnet gillnetting usually is where you set a large long net, and whatever swims into it gets stuck. Whereas trawler on the, will on actually the, on the on the buoys. On buoys, exactly. Whereas a trawler, you know, put a big net out, drag it, and scoop it up. Um, yeah, you, oh, set, yeah, so you the, set, set and forget the gill net. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. so Kyle pulled Jesus. up a picture here so you can I clearly know, I see. I didn't know anyone in the first world was doing Any developed country was I doing was that. I was shocked. But also, I want to go back to something here, and I think this is an important thing to talk yeah. about for a moment, which is um, the whole, well, you know, it's tragedy of the commons, right? Oh, well, the Gulf of mm -hmm. Carpentaria is shared waters between us and two other nations. Well, we're not going to stop fishing it because they're not going to stop fishing yeah. it, right? That's that's the mentality right. behind those things. That's tragedy of the common. Often the if case, I don't, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, uh, like, like carbon emissions, you know? Yeah. Oh, right. well, I mean, with, you the, can, with a zillion different things. But, yeah. I mean, at least, at least Australia, assuming that those other nations do not have the same legislation in place, which I, I highly, highly doubt if it's they Indonesia, will not. I, I can't imagine Solomon, it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Then at least Australia is making a stand in the right direction there. So I don't maybe, know. I was and, just shocked. Maybe that's the real. Maybe that's yeah. the real value of this. The real value of this is the public declaration that perhaps, this form of perhaps. fishing is, is is off the table. But um, you know, look, I'm all for trumpeting the great victories of conservation in the southern hemisphere, many of which are originated or run by my fellow Australians. Um, but I would say. I'm often shocked that certain things are happening. You were just out at Ningaloo, right? Not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, did you about a see month the? Did you see the damage of some of the trawlers that have come through and just ripped apart those coral beds and all these giant fan corals? The biggest I've seen on the planet. Call me a liar. Biggest golf ball coral, the biggest fan corals I've ever seen. I've seen on the west coast of Western Australia, Ningaloo and the Marian Islands. And then you get these parts. That just look like someone has dragged a giant rake across the ground. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. And so we are guilty of, of doing that. But I think that the larger takeaway is that it only takes one or two of these industrial size fishing enterprises to destroy an ecosystem for a very long time. You can unfuck it, but it takes a lot of money. <laughs> A lot of will and a lot of patience and, and a lot of good people who are a lot of good people. Shitty. And that and 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 that's getting done, but it's it's so much more effort to fix something that was damaged than it is to just just you know what we'll make one more sweep on the reef, see what we get, and boom, you've you've yep. crushed a habitat for you know twenty million species. Yeah, yep. and, and yep, it, yep, yep. yeah, I so to answer your question, I didn't see them, but everybody, do you know Jake Wilton? He's a very well known underwater photographer from that part of the world. Um, I, I, he's a I'm buddy sure I've of mine. Seen his work, but no, I don't know him personally, no. Yeah, so he was telling me uh, all about it. So, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. He showed me some pictures. I do think that they're... It's interesting. So we were in Carl Bay and then in Exmouth. And Carl Bay is like 
Mm. It's like one of these little hippy dippy towns where everybody like wants to save the dolphins. And I mean this in a very positive light, but it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. everybody's like, oh, let's save the dolphins. You know, they're like all these like hippy weird. Yeah, that's that, that's like, exactly how we sound. Uh huh. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and um, but, you know, in a good way. So it, it had this whole like vibe and aura of conservation in that yeah. town and not like a consumptive thing. And it almost it almost had a feeling of imbalance where it's like, oh, well, they're not talking about and maybe it was just the people that we were working with. But it was like, oh, they're not talking about the reality of like what's actually going on. Instead, they're doing the whole like, you know, going too far overboard to try and promote the conservation, if you know what I mean, where it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds so far beyond it. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't, sounds it doesn't, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound plausible, doesn't sound real. Yeah, it's interesting right. because some of the best, some of the best projects I've ever seen were run by farmers, you know, who just had a passion for wildlife. They for loved sure. where they lived. They felt accountable for some of the things that they were part of that had damaged the environment, and they wanted to be part of the solution. They set aside part of their property to rewild, that also uh, fenced off areas for soft release for native birds and small mammals that have been wiped out by feral cats and foxes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you don't have to be a hippy dippy to get into it. Obviously, look at us. Um, what a pack! <laughs> I mean, seriously, how many assholes can you put in true religion jeans? I don't know. <laughs> at least four, the, based on what those, I'm seeing now. Those haven't been relevant. In hippy life. dippy uh, or uh, hipster all right. doofuses. All right, I want to play a game, guys. I want to play. All right, right. woo! I love past games. What do you got for oh, us today, good. Papa? PP. Well, I mailed each of you. You got your FedEx, right? Oh, I mailed oh, yeah. each of you a oh, Monopoly yeah. board. We're going to just do like a four or five hour game. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, right. no. I'm the no. top hat. We're playing a new game. Okay. Not new. We just haven't done it in a while. Fact or fiction. Ooh. We got a fact tweet the other day. People want I more like fact it. or fiction. Okay. So this was made by our producer that's not Kyle. I am Billy. going to host the game, Billy, <laughs> because I'm the best Billy host the anti -AI. here. anti-AI. Even though Forrest and BTG have done hundreds of hours of television, I am the host. Indeed. I'm going to test <laughs> two sort of wildlife biologists adjacent type guys and a moron. <laughs> Yo, Ooh. come on now. I'm not Yo. a moron. Thought, oh, wow. Sorry. You outed yourself by saying that. Nope. So now you're the double moron. Yeah. Also, All don't right. rebuke yourself by going, Yo. That's Listen, not like if you don't the fucking funny guy. More and more on. Don't be like, yo, that's <laughs> yo. I'm that's the funny like the guy. First way to paint yourself some more. Uh, f off. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna just list some things that are maybe they're uh, you know old wives' tales, things that aren't really true. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I don't know. Okay. Quick old wives' tales, and I, and I will keep score. All right. Order. Go, order. Go order of response. We're gonna go. Peter first every time. Yep. Good. BTG. Lovely. Yep. Then Forrest. Great. Very good. Okay. Very good. Okay. I'm be quick on my feet. fact or fiction. Owls can rotate their heads Ooh. 360 degrees. No, that's fiction. It would be 180 and then back. There would be no reason for them evolutionarily to be have to go all <laughs> the way around. BTG. One sentence at most. <laughs> 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 it's funny because it's true yeah. um, uh, that's why we okay. gave you your own show i love it uh, vision wise yes vision wise they can see 160 by turning their head actual rotation of the head is just th short of 360 it's about 340 forest will uh, you be thrown off by btg his confidence 
He added numbers in the there. Way you wanted to no, measure. I'm just going back. I'm, I'm just going to play the game the way the game is supposed to be played. It's, it's the cologne that gives me the comb. It's my sex pants. That's panther. true. Fiction. Yeah. The shirt. Fiction. Right. A group of flamingos is called a flamboyance. That is, uh, for some reason, I feel like I've heard this before. I got to go fact on that one. B? T? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. That's fact. Although it was up to me, I, I would call them uh, a Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> You've just That's alienated a... one fan. Yep. <laughs> that is three. Well, for no, they're gorgeous. I mean, what are you cooking about? It's like all that gorgeous. color movement and the, and the, it's like, you kidding me? You didn't see Liberace uh, play live on television? It's a Liberace. Dude, we're, we're in our 30s. <laughs> Liberace's, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Like when I love Lucy was 70 on the years air? ago. My yeah. mom loved Liberace. I was a little kid and he came on. We would watch it. All right. Yeah, I could tell. Number three. <laughs> Peng- I'm laughing at my own joke. Penguins mate for life. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, my turn. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say yes. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I've watched a documentary. This is a they definitely like go out while the woman stays home and protects the egg and leave for like two weeks and come the back. Woman. So I'm going to say woman. yes. Yeah, As it woman. should the be, woman? right, Peter? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? They're fucking Liberace penguins. Did you watch that new Netflix show, Penguin Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Netflix has a show with the word fuck in the title. But... Okay, well, I'll tell you. I'm gonna yeah, they do. On... Don't fuck with cats. That's a Netflix show. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, the U was asterisked, though. The... BB. So I'm going to say the point of what you're saying in terms of the vagary of this question, I'm going to say it's yes, it's a fact generally. However, they are unfaithful as fuck. And <laughs> and a number of female penguins in particular uh, will have sex just to get a stone to add to the nest. They'll go around and have sex with all the males, get their stones, build this beautiful nest. But in terms of do they pair up? Wait, like an actual stone, a rock? Yeah, yeah because there's, 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 there's no sand in Antarctica. Wow. There's just, there's just down low. crushed pumice stone and, and so forth. So, um, yeah, I've seen, I've been down there, watched them do it. <laughs> uh, penguins be banging. And uh, <laughs> the males are just as bad. I remember, and we, and, and we put this in uh, Adventure Beast. Uh, I saw this myself. Uh, male penguins will have sex with a dead female's corpse. Oh, yeah. I hate penguins now. It's, yeah. it's awful. And, but, but, yeah, dead? Why are you dead? Uh, there's no Patrick, evolutionary you, advantage to it. Yeah, because, Patrick, because did you no get all external... that? Because I'm not sure if that was fact or fiction. No, there's, there's no I, I've, I have, I've recorded my ago. score. Yes, yeah, I've <laughs> recorded my score. <laughs> I said that was the most interesting thing I've heard on this podcast in a hundred episodes. So agreed. <laughs> no, uh, it's because right. there's no Hang external on. genitalia, and they see the ass in the air, and they think she's up for it. She's presenting, and there'll be a conga <laughs> line of rapists come and have a shot at the title. <laughs> penguins, penguins are ast- astonishing. Conga line of rapists. Wow, um, I'm not right. going to make well, a joke about I'm, that because we'll get canceled. But say, I really want to. Yeah, I, I'm just, just going to say fiction. <laughs> I, I thought it was seasonal, but anyway, fiction for me. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Next one. Koalas are bears, Peter. Dude, come on! They're called koala bears, so this has to be fiction. BTG. It is yes fiction. No. It is fiction. Forrest. Well, what am I supposed to say? Fact just to break it up now? It's three fictions. Come this on, is Billy who did this. He's, Billy's he's, your guy. 
He is my you guy. Say, you sure. say what you think. Hey, I, I like these. These are interesting. They are I just, interesting. Agreed. I will give them that. Sometimes learning something obvious is fun. Like I just learned That's why today I'm on that the ABC song, A B C D E. It's the same uh-uh. tune as Twinkle Twinkle sing. Little Star. Oh yeah, and, and Mary had a little. I had no Holy idea. Shit. I had huh. no fucking clue. All right, next. Cheetahs can reach speeds of seventy miles per hour. True or false? Is that is that just one of those things you've heard, or is it actually true and they can't? Fiction. I'm going to say more near fifty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I I think Retep is more accurate. Seventy is recorded in a number of sources, so according to your question, yeah, the answer would be fact. However, I have <laughs> never seen a cheetah do it, and I've been to a lot of cheetah runs. So high five, <laughs> okay. high five. Thank you, buddy. I'm going fact. Fact. All They're very right. fast. Very fast animal. <laughs> Have you seen one, Forrest? Have you ever seen one run? I've seen him at full speed. I've seen him take down Impala. I didn't have a little police, you know, like <laughs> a base, thing a with baseball me. gun on him. Yeah, yeah. you shot Forrest. I've clocked you at sixty-eight. So if they were running faster than you, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's it. Here. yeah. When you chase the sheep, this must have been um, pre-jungle <laughs> potato. What? Naked and afraid. All right. Is this true or false, Someone... guys? Fact or fiction? Elephants cannot jump. They simply cannot jump. Wow. Uh, th- you know, this is interesting and funny because I actually can't jump. I, well, <laughs> I have an elephant. <laughs> I'm the size of an elephant. Uh, <laughs> I, I posed this question to Forrest in one of our bonus podcasts when you mm. had to go do a meeting or some bullshit outside and we made fun of you. And, uh, and then this was one of the questions I posed and I still don't fucking know. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say fact, even though I think okay. it's fiction. Okay. I'm gonna Please. I'm gonna say fact too. Never never seen it ever. I've seen rhinos go so fast that briefly for a split second, all four feet were off the ground at full gallop. Never seen mm. an elephant do that. Um, not not a conventional jump. No, that's a fact. That would technically be a jump, right? All four feet are up. That's a jump. You got to be fully airborne, right? Like for yeah. even a, even a split second. Yeah, no, yeah. elephant definitely go on their back too, but they never all fours off. I would. I've seen BTG. <laughs> I've known BTG for probably ten years. Never seen him jump. That, uh, <laughs> there the you fuck? go. Valid there point. Uh, Valid uh, point. Yeah, I just next time we hang out in person, I'd, I'd like a little jump, please. All right, well, you, you have to you have to stand on like a footstool so you can see me do it. I want to see your a, legs right this now. One I know this is a fact: elephants cannot jump. Look at okay. those legs. Look at those legs. So, All right. Yeah. Wearing mm. jeans is a crime when you have legs that pretty. <laughs> now, this next, this next one is, I believe, is very interesting. Giraffes, giraffes, as Forrest might say, Indeed. have the same number of neck bones as a human. Nah, that's that's fiction. It's ludicrous. Uh, that's a fact. Nah, it's, it's not. <laughs> Forrest? Fact. I, if it's African animals, I'm probably I probably know them. So yeah, fact on that one. Yeah, it's one of the great anomalies. You think they can't possible with all that neck real estate, and yet, yeah, a lot yep. of room for cool tats. That's um, it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> last cool one. neck tats. Is this is this a fact or is this just an old wives' tale that we've heard through the years? Honeybees mm. die after they sting. Wow, that's that's a tough one because I want to say that this is 
you, you're very specific about the type of bee, and, and and I think that that makes it a fact because I love honeybees, and God would do anything to hurt me, so they die after one yeah, sting. It's, it's good that you know that. It's good that you know that he's come to terms. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, well, see, not all bees have stings, Ratep. So we had to name a stinging bee, and number one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but um, that I wouldn't know though. It it, it, That's true, it is a fact. It's the uh the, the sting, the bobs get embedded and it rips out a lot of the, the viscera of the bee's abdomen. But it's uh. even worse for the drones because the singer is also their dick, and after they have sex uh. with the queen in midair, his dick and genitals explode. To, no. block, to block her gentle opening so other bees don't copulate with her. So, yeah, sure. fact and what a way to go. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I think BDG said it all. Yeah, fact. What is yeah. making there's, that up? There's a, there's a benefit to going last in this case. Here. You got a yeah. sick mind if you're making that up. <laughs> all right. No, so, so. no it's, it's legit. It's legit. I mean, talk about smoking after sex. I mean, your, your dick just blew off. You know a lot about animal sex. <laughs> all right. You're last welcome. one, last one. Thank and there, I'm just going to say this. Someone's in the lead. Someone's one behind. Ooh, There's an opportunity to tie and go to a tie break. If this works out the right way. Wow. Here we go. Yeah. Get ready for this. I'm ready. Bats are blind. <sighs> you know, bats blind the whole alliteration thing is one thing but that is a, that's a big part of it i that mean it's definitely it. like something yeah. that unless you specifically remember from the science class what they said you would say yes they're blind so therefore i'm gonna go no they are not fully 100 blind okay b um n- no i mean no matter how you regard blindness in this context they're not <laughs> Forest, Forest literally I, thinks they're blind. I, I'm convinced they're blind, just for the sake of a tiebreaker. <laughs> Not because they're actually blind. Oh, he went for the tiebreak, oh, and he got it. it. Oh, you you saying that you're saying that owls can do 360? Uh, yeah, he's actually keeping no, tally. Hang on, hang on, hang on, BTG. So I he's I assumed what I was saying was I was assuming that you and I were one point differential sure 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 and that i had to guess the opposite of you in order to either that drastically lose Extend or the win game. that differential yeah forest purposely tanking like a cocky oh, run bro. let's go btg oh, so he would have won i get it yeah btg oh, and forest that. tie with eight peter gets six quick answers quick 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 yep owls can rotate their heads 360 degrees it was written as fact i gave no no it's written as fact. BTG, you, you were docked a point. Right. Oh, see, so there there could be an argument. Mm, no, fuck that. This is right. Well, a group of flamingos <laughs> is, is comment if you disagree. Is indeed <laughs> called a flamboyant. <laughs> Penguins mate for life uh is fiction. No! So BTG oh, did get the point because he knew the whole story behind it uh, and why it was called fiction. Okay. Koalas are not bears. Cheetahs can reach speeds of 70 miles per hour. Is that recorded? I, yeah. Yep, recorded fact. Uh, bats are not blind. Elephants cannot jump. Mm. Giraffes do have the same amount of neck bones as a human. And honeybees do, in fact, die after mm. they sting. That's so sad. we've got 
we've got a tie break here. And can we use Retep as like ask a friend, like phone a friend? We can ask <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> please. please. No uh, typing, Retep. No typing. Okay, no typing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to Google something because the one on here is not good enough. But I just want to put out there and listen. You know, I know I'm not as smart as everybody here on this panel, except for Pat. But I will say that I had to answer first in every single. That's true. Under That's the true. threat of being yelled at for going too slow. So just remember that as, <laughs> as well. Yeah. As, as That's we, valid. That's valid. All okay, right. so, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, we're going to take a look at Bite Force. We're going to go back to the well. Classic, okay. classic, classic. Yeah, I'm make gonna it classic. Pop I'm going to do question. some quick some quick math, and it's going to be whoever gets closer. Oh, and you're going to you're going to oh, submit nice. your answer in the chat. Oh, in the oh, chat. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> How many times more bite force does a hippo have than a human, right? So if a human okay. bites your finger and then a hippo bites your finger, how many times harder will the hippo bite your finger? Wow. And Anybody want to phone, is... ring, ring, want to phone a friend? Or... By the way, I just realized everyone can see the chat. So Forrest, Correct. go ahead and announce your answer. <laughs> 22 <laughs> no. times. 20... I didn't know why the chat, but I was like, yeah, whatever. 22 <laughs> times is my guess. That Nobody is a phoned a friend. Why don't you even guess? bring it up, dicks? Sorry. I, well, <laughs> Peter, what do you think, buddy? <laughs> That's yeah, fine. I would, I would have said 22 or 40, so I don't know. <laughs> BTG says 40. I'm going to, yeah, because I'm, I'm guessing that humans top out at what? Somewhere to 60 to 80. No way. Uh, See, that I know is wrong. What is it? I'll just say that. It's no, over 100 for sure. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, average, is, average is 70. Yeah. Oh, 70 hundred. Well, so I'm not, I'm not completely out of the pot. Uh, so I'm going to say that's because remember the bite force for big animals is arbitrary. Cause you get them to bite on a, on a pressure gauge and it's like, they're not biting as hard as they can. So you're kind of guessing a little bit. Yeah. I, I was assuming that it was going to be something about uh, four or 5,000. You're saying, yeah, you're it's, saying 40 times. Peter says 22. The winner is our guest. Nice. A new member of the Wild Times crew, BTG, 180 times. Wow. That's a Can lot I just, of times. So what is the PSI <laughs> of the human bite force? 70. It depends on the source, but anywhere from 70 to like 120. Yeah. I remember biting down on a pressure so, gauge and at uh, USC and it was like, and I bit pretty hard, but not as hard as I could. And it was around 60. And I thought... You know, if I really, really put my put my jaw into it, I could go a little more, but it wasn't that You're gonna much. break your fucking teeth. Whereas yeah. a hippo, we're looking at twelve thousand. Oh, see, that's, oh, that's big, ludicrous. That's a, that's a deal, big number deal that with I would that. normally accept. I would yeah. say that's a that's a very inflated number. I would well, say. let me much. just say, yeah, I mean, shit. congratulations, BTG. <laughs> I do want to say to any Brosners listening to this podcast, if you disagree with the results or any of the questions, if you want to <laughs> fact check it, disagree with leave us in it general. in the comments. <laughs> If you want to support anybody else, maybe the winner, the not winner, somebody who wasn't even included in the final two, feel free to support them in the comments and argue for why a human bite force is between 120 and 160 PSI. All right. Yeah, I think I think we've buried the lead here for 47 minutes. For yeah. I Forrest. said if BTG comes Come on, on the then. podcast, none of us will get a word in edgewise sure. anyways. I'll, no, I'll he, he let us get in plenty of words. I'll do I it, but I will, I, 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 will I, love it. It. 
I'll make the announcement, but I will preface it by saying this. Hey, Brosters, thank you for being loyal subscribers. We appreciate everything that you do. And now we have a membership offer for you. I think you can get ad-free episodes, I heard. That's pretty big. Ad-free is big, but you can also get your comments looked at so we don't have to sift through the millions. How do you do that? Is there some sort of badge system? There's a badge system, a loyalty badge. (laughs) Boom. Shows up next to your name in the comments. Boom. We read the comment. All this badge talks. Make, I'm going to the badge store. He's going to You're get a badger. badger. He's going he's gonna to buy one. Didn't earn it. He's going to buy one. He did a fake leave. <laughs> well, I assumed Kyle would know to cut on the motion. <laughs> all right, let's cut now. That's, that's our ad. Before we jumped on, we're like, all right, let's open the show, chat for a few minutes, have BTG on for five minutes to talk about his big announcement and then continue with the show. We've been on for 48 minutes and 12 seconds and we are it's starting. Funny. We are starting right now. You promised we're like, me we just a battle to... royale and, and oh, we haven't yeah. done shit. No, That's true. Let me, let me, before you even do the announcement, oh, before the podcast by the way, Forrest, started. Minute 55, you can make the announcement. Before yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. started. He's going aliens. We're, we got to get this podcast done for the Brosters. Like, we're doing six a month. Like, Forrest is busy. Yep. Everybody's busy. We're pulling this together. Forrest is sick. And so right. he's like. He's got he diarrhea. Goes, he's wearing true religion jeans. It's just a disaster. <laughs> wedding to I was out. The Everybody's like, let's just, yeah. let's just get through the podcast as fast as possible. BTG yep. comes on. Here we are 50 minutes later. Yep. Still I, on. Loved I every minute nothing. of it. I've had a good time. <laughs> Patrick is leaving. <laughs> oh, bye bye. He doesn't want to be here for the announcement. No, he's Boom. going to get a new beer. He's All right, hold well, in the fridge. Here we go. This is a big deal. All right, it's huge. This is, this so is a huge up about thing. This. We've been excited about this for many months. It started months ago before BTG had his uh, his playset accident. And uh, drum roll, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bradley Trevor Grieve will be the new and everlasting host of his very own podcast on the Wild Time. There it is. God, that was thank bad. you, that thank was you, uh, thank you. You know, well, tell us, you about, tell us about it. I I'm glad you asked, Forrest, and uh, you know, I just want to appreciate the support. So when I smashed my back. I just go, you lazy prick. You just doesn't want to do this show. It's that's the kind of love and support that gets you out of bed in the morning. Absolutely. I have been looking forward to doing this for a long time. I want to thank Wild Times for getting me to do it. New podcast coming out on YouTube on June 20 and all the other platforms, June 20th. So enjoy your Juneteenth long weekend. Yeah, baby. I will help ease you back into real life. Right. Semi-indestructible is the name of the pod, and it contains so all the stuff that we love talking about, slightly different tag, with some in-depth interviews with some great people, all the members of this podcast, obviously, Pat, Forrest, Ratep, all going to be there, Billy Armand, uh, who is my co-host on Little Giants, uh, nice. Evan Nonek Nelson, going to talk about strength and pain, lots of great friends coming to talk about issues in depth. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it, look, it starts with the basis of everything that I believe. The testicle shredding terror minus death equals adventure. How do we do it? I was the guest for that one. How do we survive it? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I just can't wait for June 20th to come around. Yeah. So, would, so go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead sorry. Okay. So there's the logo right there. Are we going to, we, we might show you a little bit of a teaser for it, but it's going to be airing opposite every monday that the wild times airs so that you have something to 
something to fucking sink your teeth so into the, every the, single week. I'm the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Listen, that's funny. <laughs> Listen, we get the, the number one comment that I read on the very rare occasions that I actually read comments is <laughs> you guys are so fucking inconsistent. I wish you were more podcasts. You never release it. The number two comment that I get is more BTG. We got to have <laughs> BTG. True. Get rid of it that long-haired weird guy and add BTG. Hey, Things that's like not that. true, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a combination of those two comments, which is more BTG, more content. Um, tell us a little bit more. I know they're in-depth podcasts, BTG, but tell us about the topics, the subject matter. You know, you're taking a different approach. It's not just three guys bantering, drinking fat tire. Tell us about your approach to the podcast. Which which I love, but I think the way you guys drink fat tire and banter, you need a week off. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. agreed. And so I come in sober up, maybe a few pills. That's legal. And <laughs> coming over. And I bring in I bring in interesting people to talk about things we don't talk about. And I know that uh Ratep and I snuck off into a cupboard, Boris Becca style, and had a little chat. Yeah. And um, it was nice. You know, we did. We we covered some stuff. You think you know Retep? You don't know Retep. That's the thing about it. It's deeper. Some of his some of his life experiences I found surprisingly moving, actually. And uh, I've always liked Retep. I think everyone does. Um, but pretty likable. Everybody on this podcast Shut that we bring in forest. and guests like myself, we, we've all done a lot of a lot of different things, but. <laughs> We never get time to talk about them in depth. So, for example, one of my guests is Ian Recchio. Ian Recchio is the worldwide leader on Varanids, okay? These are these, oh, you cool. know, giant goannas and monitors, Komodo dragons, etc. And he was at the center of the world debate on whether or not Komodo dragons are venomous. And there's a whole yep. movement using this, uh, you know, x-ray and crystallography and so forth to see that these now somewhat redundant saliva glands were once functional as venom glands so it's this mm. really fascinating study that's going on he's done some tests that completely refute that and uh and it's really interesting and he also knows more about you know i mean think about north america from a state point of view and it it is basically pit viper heaven and he is yeah. the pit viper expert he is the guy and he does it all around the world He's in Europe in projects. He's all through North America. Spends a lot of time in Africa and Southeast Asia. So it's having – he is the most respected uh, herpetological curator west of, of the Mississippi. He's the man. And uh, I'm very glad to have him as a longtime friend. He was a consultant on Little Giants. But he and I go way back when the former curator of L.A. Zoo, Mike D., my dear friend who passed away a few years ago um, – he introduced us. We've been friends ever since and a great resource for me and my real world expeditions. So to have him come in and just talk shop and answer the kind of questions that snake nerds like us have, I mm. mean, that's like you're answering to a higher power. Mm. And plus, he's just cool. a lot of fun. He's a fun guy. So we're going to have talent like that. And we're going to just basically get all the questions out that we've wanted to ask, find out about people. And I Will you do you, any shirtless pods? And people want to know. It's what the people want. All of them. It's what yeah. the Give people want. Give us a taste. Well, I will say. Uh, this I've, is Velcro. I've, I can just. <laughs> I've spent many, many an, an evening in Juneau, Alaska, drinking craft beer with BTG. I've, I've had lunch with him many times. We've we've had sleepovers, quite frankly. We've we brunched. We're, um, we're big brunches. We're not ashamed of it. there's. Anyone in the world who needs a podcast, it's it's this guy. Great. And if there's anyone in the world who just is too technologically stupid to figure it out on his own, 
it's it's this guy. <laughs> and so Peter and Kyle offered to uh, figure it out for him. It's it's dude, the one that we did. I was like, this is great. Like, I'm going to listen to this in the car. Yep. And uh, I think that the core, you know, Wild Times crew is going to fucking love this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Really no, do. I, hope it's, so. really good. I hope so. And I'm looking forward to the questions. We already got some. We've, we've leaked a few things here or there. People have been sending me questions and prompts for what they want to talk about here. Nice. I've been loving it. And um, I apologize for being so stupid with <laughs> tech. I mean, Discord, I probably joined and set up five profiles because I can't remember <laughs> how to log back in. But so, you know, keep them coming. And I think I'm going to save some episodes just to answer. There's some a lot of people out there that listen to Wild Times who know a lot about niche subjects and have questions that we can perhaps help them answer. So I'm hoping to spend a lot of time interacting more directly with the fans, but I have to say just from a pure knowledge porn point of view, being able to drag friends out and just wring all the knowledge and the great stories out of them. You know, I had a guy on uh, today, Evan Nelson. I was there when he saved a man's life. Like the guy died next to us in the gym, just dropped dead. Wow. and turned blue and he we stopped the workout obviously i finished my set and then we stopped yeah. the workout <laughs> obviously <laughs> and he went over there with the paddles and he brought this man back to life and then wow, we had crazy. an energy drink and then we kept working out and high was, five <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> it's just we Why, slapped each other's asses and we got back into it BTG, where can people, I, I love the approach that you're taking, by the way, where can people send you their in-depth sort of niche questions, things that you just can't Google and get an instant answer? What, uh, where would people send those questions Look, to you? Kyle will put the, it up on screen. The, the platform that I uh, probably check the most is Instagram. My handle's here. Uh, it's at Tasmanian underscore, underscore Grizzly. Underscore. underscore. He's definitely on Vicodin. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's prescription. Um, at Tasmanian <laughs> underscore Grizzly. Uh, that's probably the best place to do it. But also, you know, as you do every week, uh, every two weeks, you put those comments under the YouTube, particularly with Wild Times. Sure. I'll Absolutely. get it. And, and I'll have a look at it. But don't be afraid to push the boundaries. It's a legit question. Yeah. If you've got an expedition you're planning for, let's be honest. It's not just me you're speaking to. I'll reach out to my friends and colleagues and these clowns. And I just, like I do in real life, you know, I had a problem in Madagascar. I just called Pat and said, our fix is a fuckwit who you got. (laughs) And, um, and, and Pat was actually leaving as we were coming in, gave me a name. And within 12 hours, I had that person on the ground. We help each other uh, all the time, help each other out all the time. So, you know, if you have a question about anything, Kyle, throw his throw his home address up there and Boom. his phone number. <laughs> yeah, send him, send him. Make sure mail. the area codes in it. Send him snail yeah. mail. Put yeah. Put up. Uh, well, put dude. Up, put up Retep's swatting address. We are, are we, we are really excited. It's very very good. Yeah, it's a really Absolutely. good show. I think people are going to like listening. I think they're going to like watching. See your Agreed. face. Um, really? Wouldn't kill you to get a spray tan, but but but. but <laughs> Funniest thing you've ever but said. We can on the do that. Uh, but here, I want to do something quickly here. Yes, I, I, it's please. not even going to be that quick. But I want to do it. Is it? A I think I know what time it is. Sorry, I do didn't you know what time it is. It's it's time. It's time. All right. BTG came up with this. I'm adding one caveat. Okay. Always got to make it harder for a tip. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to lose this one. All right, here we go. 
you are building a creature. Mm. They are going to do battle in fresh water. Oh. So you must choose elements from three freshwater animals to just fight till death, man. That's it. it. Love it. Your life depends on it. Love it. They're protecting you. Okay. But here's what you're going to do. You're going to pick a body and the animal's going to scale to the size of that body. Oh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're going to pick a head. You know, what comes with the head, the teeth, the venom. I don't know. Everything, everything that's in the head. And you're going to pick no limbs. You're going to pick a, a, a power, a special ability. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Of okay. one. And all three have to be freshwater animals. And the battle is happening in the river in Oswego, New York, the town that I'm from. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. So there's a lot of piss and shit and beer in it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and basically turds and snakeheads, isn't it? The, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so here's the order we're going to go in. Mm. BTG first. Oh no! For a second, Papa P third. Wow, this is great. and Mister Peter Fitzer's gonna have plenty of time to type re- loudly as I he get a reprieve. <laughs> goes to askjeeves.com. Bradley, I feel like a, I, what are you gonna I, do? I feel like a prick, but I'm just gonna obviously hippo. You fucker. Yeah. Well, that that's count? your that's your head count. That's your body. That's my, what are that, you going that's, for? That, that that's uh, that's that's my body. Okay. You're just going huge. Just uh, going yep. huge. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hippo body. You son of a bitch. I mean, Got I didn't it. think you'd ever let me go first. I thought there's no way. Okay. Well, I just, I had. It's my birthday and stuff, these I guess. Guys. I said, let's let the hippo take the hippo. Sitting here in my shorts, feeling good about <laughs> myself. Forrest, you're second. We didn't put your last for once. That's okay. Yeah. I, I got to think about it now. All right. So, okay. So it's it's head body special ability, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Got it. Okay. I like it. Uh, very simple for me. I'm going to come in at a different approach and I'm going to win this. No question. And okay. I am going to take the body. <laughs> Kyle, a tape you, you, you didn't pull up a picture of a hippo. You're already fucking failing at your job. You I did, he shit. did. Actually. No, he did. Uh, he did. That, he uh, I was writing. I was writing. That, that was gratuitous abuse. <laughs> you hate Forrest. The fastest a he's ever pulled up a photo. It was so instant. <laughs> he, yeah. he had hippo pre-cued. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am going to pick the body of a freshwater pipefish. Okay. I like freshwater that. Fish. Mm-hmm. Never, never heard of it. I, I, I must see if what Long, in the hell? No, narrow. no, that's a pike. No, 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 that's no, a that's pipe. a pipe. P-I-P-E. Kyle, you're pipe. fucking fired. <laughs> He's an owner. He can't be. <laughs> there we go. What are you doing? Yep. What are you doing here, man? You're getting too I cute. don't know, but I think, I, we, I think we can both guess that his attack's going to okay. be rectal. That's what I'm saying. God damn it. How do you know already? Um, if you're only right, listening to the podcast, all you right. have to come and look at the picture to understand that. Of a joke. pipe fish. It literally looks like a pipette. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to start with special ability. Oh, that's nice. I'm going to, I'm going to take the special ability of a diving bell spider. Oh, because I want my animal, which this is the only arachnid that lives completely underwater does come to the surface from time to time to get some air. I want my animal to have the ability to encase itself in a bubble while it's attacked, such as the diving bell spider. Okay. I don't know how it's going to deploy that. I just think it's cool, and I googled it. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a funny story about that species? Yes. Well, I have time to Google. So, more. like as with most spiders, the male is tiny, the female is big. 
And he gets on top and he wants to copulate. And as you know, with spiders, they don't have a penis or anything. So they just put their sperm into their like front, one of a better term, hands, their, their pedipalps. And they shove that into the genital opening and that impregnates the female. But if she's not up for it and she won't stop for it, he's on top of her. He starts to whack the water with his legs to draw attention so that a fish will come and kill them both. And what? Yes. That's and so crazy. basically, you either have sex with me right now or we both die. So yeah, it's. I that's mean, how, that's uh, that's. I've never. It's a suicide brinksmanship. It's the most extraordinary. <laughs> it's the most extraordinary mating strategy I I know of. In this the, is why we have BTG on the podcast. It, is. it really is. It really is. All right, Jesus. my turn. Here we go. Right. And you're Come up on. for two. Come Can on, you Google. explain it? Oh, I got to do two. Okay, perfect. Actually, all right. So freshwater a body. I'm going with a tortel, a turtle. A large, the largest turtle you can think any, of, the biggest one. specific alligator snapping turtle? The, the biggest one, shell. the biggest, most vicious one with a big hard shell that will defend it hard from shell. attacks. All right, we're going to go alligator okay. snapping turtle for you. Okay, Peter. very nice. What's number two, mate? Okay, number two, a quiet over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm not reading anything over here. But number two <laughs> will be the, ooh, and this one's good. And what's the third, the third thing that they need? They need a special a ability. Special and ability. Uh, jaws or head and body. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with the head and jaws of a sawfish. Obvious God damn reasons. It, Peter. It's head and fish is a saw. Oh, that's. I there, like well, that which species? There's only one that goes into fresh water. Which species? Pristia day. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Of course. Uh, Very good. Right. Did you write the head paper? of a sawfish? <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's pretty it cool. It has a rostrum snout covered in teeth. <laughs> well, which it, this, is, is, this is from the top of my head, which it a uses rostrum a is a snout. Head. It's like saying a, a nose, a nose rostrum snout. It's just the same thing. But, but I tell like it. Google because maybe right. he'll care. So, so, so my animal that's going to be encased in a bubble of its own protection and making will be more protection than a turtle. <clears throat> just saying. Uh, turtle soft underbelly, pretty weak. Uh, will oh. be the size of an arapaima, uh, up to four hundred forty pounds. That's a lot of feet. That's a lot of don't argue, and they're pretty. They're yeah. pretty tough fish too. Yeah, up to ten feet long. I'm just like, give me an arapaima. It will encase wow. itself in a bubble. Big boy, wait, wait till you see the head. <laughs> Forest. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I mean, it okay. just looks like a, a largemouth bass. It's not very intimidating. Yeah, huge, except huge. that it's like 20 largemouth bass. <laughs> it's Giant. very big. All it right, so I have dick. the body of a pipefish. I am going to give it... Ooh, which one do I pick first? Which one do I pick first? The Don't head of a candiru. Now, the candiru... Uh, what the hell yeah. is that? It is, it's, a full, might. it's a full rectal fucking oh, yeah. urethra attack. Yep, the vampire <laughs> the dick fish. attack. So yeah. This, oh yeah, it has the, it has tiny. the head of a candiru, which means that it is constantly seeking out urea swimming up the peepee hole. To, uh, oh my mostly, god! With isn't that, that mostly urban body. myth? Isn't that mostly no, no, yeah. no, 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 no? It's very rare, but it is not mostly urban myth. But, but it, not it, people it though. Happens. It's 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 mainly the 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 apertures gills. of various large in the gills, right? So typically, yeah. what they do is they're a parasitic catfish that lodge themselves into the gills of fish. But fish gills emit urea the same as human urine, so they'll they'll gladly a, go this is, up the pee pee. This is I'm not saying this is what you always do because I've only come on here every now and then. But you do always <laughs> do it when I come on. You pick these obscure attacks that take 
days or weeks. So now I've got a sore oh, dick. I'm well, I don't know how you're going to get my no, turtle's penis, urethra. This, this will not take days. Right. You will see okay. you haven't at my seen next his pick. full picture right. yet. Oh, right. I know what you're going to pick. I've got body of a hippo, and my special yeah. power is electric eel. Thanks for coming. Very sure. good. Oh, and you got another pick. Learn how it works. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Um, Round it out. Um, and the jaws are of a mugger crocodile. A mugger crocodile. Ooh, what is that? That's mean mugging. It is an Indian crocodile that predominantly lives in fresh water, and it is a badass. It is the meanest of all safe. fresh, pure freshwater crocodiles. Fuck. They're nasty animals. Okay, because I was um, I was flying too close to this. Oh, forest is up. Fuck. Yeah, but crocodiles no, but just, are out now, right? The crocs uh, are out now. Okay. You can go yep. for, for a special out. species if you want, because I mean, you know, you pick yeah. a Johnson's or something lame like that. Go ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead. The wrong, you love the wrong crocodile. Yeah, Do you it. love the Look, wrong croc. This is why I had to take this unique approach because I, there's I know no way is. that can I get an electric powered jaws mugger crocodile hippo body <laughs> is going to no. be defeated. In you like put force. a little tampon string on the back of your fish. What are you going to do with well, it? Well, why don't you just it, hold on here for a second? No, because gonna my. Do. All right, Peter, you got to freak out if if <laughs> either way. If I'm you're right. right or wrong. <laughs> I'm off. The All podcast. right, so my pipefish-bodied kandiru-headed fish creature has the special ability of a puffer fish. That's right. <gasps> he goes right in there. Fish? A yep, freshwater, freshwater pufferfish. Puffer yep, freshwater pufferfish. I'm not familiar fish. with a freshwater pufferfish. Uh, fish. Pahaka, for, something like that. Kyle, you have to Google it. Sounds legit. Um, yep. So my little guy goes swimming up your urethra, lodges himself in. He's this okay. long. And boom, inflates. <laughs> I yeah, like take it. Take that. I like Take it. that in your dick hole. Take that wow. in your dick hole. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the archer fish. And, Why? And be able to shoot with accuracy what to get the, into the a... urethra. Interesting. But that just, nope, that just spits that water out of his face, Pretep. What, what well, then you just, that I think you do? might just. You oh, might no, just you're spitting right the little Candida herpes things that he's doing into the. <gasps> no, that's the whole fish. With I, the astonishing a, accuracy. Yeah, also, he's. Herpes didn't. How did you get herpes in this? <laughs> Pat, you don't pay attention. All right, herpes. so what am I up for? One here? Not yeah, yet. Look up. None no, yet. It's not your turn. Yeah, you, okay. you, zero. All right. Okay. So I've got my. I've got my big. 440 pound, 10 foot long body encased in a bubble to protect itself. I'm just going to give it the head. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell tell me if this is out of line. Let me give it the head of a bull shark. Can I do that? Yes. Is that a freshwater? Ooh. I'm going to allow it. It's only in in a slightly salty river. No, 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 no. You, you get them nope. in fresh water, but they can only stay there for like a, a, a few weeks and they got to go. You have that. I don't as... think this battle has lasted more than five minutes, boys. All right. Well, that's yeah, one of your weaknesses. But remember, he's am... getting weaker and weaker every five minutes, too. I am. As, uh, as, <laughs> as that, he that, that's valid. eats um, for us pasta noodle instantly. I have to say, though. <laughs> I had to fact check the, the freshwater puffer fish because I was not familiar with it. And. Correct. They do contain tetrodotoxin, which is the classic fatal poison that kills you. So assuming that you clench your urethra around his penis fish, it it could (laughs) potentially be fatal. Or I'll just puff up and explode your dick. So, you know. Well, he could eat it and puff up in his throat. (laughs) 
Every That's weekend. It? Every yeah. weekend. Not, right. I think Forrest is going to be a tough contender to Peter, uh, round to out your needlepoint sharp-tailed bat. And, <laughs> That's uh, not what I picked at all. I have a Little very one. defensive turtle that will – I mean, nobody eats a turtle. And uh, hey, except for like an idiot human. Crocodiles uh, eat them all the time. Tiger and then shots. I have a sawfish for, for the face. And the only thing I'm wondering here is do I want to go with a defensive mechanism or an offensive mechanism? Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Just put it in the chat. Defense or offense here? <laughs> oh, for choose, fuck's I, sense. My advice is to choose the stupidest one. Offense, baby. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going offense then, and I'm going to go with the electric catfish. That's right. The Malapaturiidae, which I knew off the top of my head. Shows how yep. much he was listening earlier. He texted me about <laughs> it earlier. Let's give it to him, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't listening at all to anything well, anyone was but saying. You know, but by definition, you went with defense, right? So... What do you mean? No, right. like it, it's, it, no, no. The electric, the electric saw, I think, begs to differ. <laughs> I know what he's it's doing. It's an electric right. saw with a shell it, for a it, body. It, it doesn't move. It's, it's not good. a hedge trimmer, Bertep. Dude, it's... it can release an electric current and zap it, you. It makes the teeth move around the rostrum. Like it's, a like, it's like a, <laughs> well, I have an underwater hedge trimmer. That's not how it's it like, works, oh, mate. It's like, this will power it. Yeah. But I do, I do just want to say my second choice was the uh, freshwater prawn. And just because people like facts on the podcast, possesses the ability to regenerate lost limbs. You could cut the saw off and it would regrow. Your stupid alligator could bite it off. It would regrow. That's a good extrapolation. All right. I got to uh, say, I'm surprised that no one, I'm surprised that no one, including myself, took a pistol shrimp because that would have been at scale. Pat True. always picks uh, pistol shrimp too. I know. An atomic bomb. I mean, you imagine if the hippo had pistol shrimp feet. I, I feel like I missed the boat <laughs> in that one. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just weigh in, Prosters. Let us know who you think won tonight's Battle Royale. Was it BTG's hippo-bodied, electric-eel-powered mugger crocodile? Was it Forrest's body of a pipefish with the head of a candiru and the ability to puff up and explode your dick? Forrest Pinkfish. Yeah. Sounds (laughs) terrible. It really does. Was it Papa P's? Diving bell spider, which I'm not sure how this plays into the other because it gives them the ability just, to dive. It just, it just, it cool. just gets a little yep. bubble. It's, it's the arapaima body with a bull shark head. Or Peter, who actually came out pretty formidable in the end, an alligator right. snapping turtle with this head of a sawfish, which is powered by an electric catfish. Way <laughs> right. I, can I just Can won. I just say that the only... I, I love... A lot of fresh ideas. Uh, the spider and the penis fish. I love it. The the one <laughs> fatal flaw with Forrest's uh, weaponized creature is that unless one of our species is taking a piss, it's, it's not going to do anything. It's true. It's, it's true. just going to well, swim around. Well, I think frustrated. when they see mine, they're going to pee, dog. <laughs> turtle's dick even come out, or is it oh, just like pee from its, its butt? Yeah, no, dick it's that pretty, goes, it's true. Actually, too much, too much dick talk. No, you know what, Kyle? Pull up, uh, pull up, sulcata tortoise dick. If we want to, uh, I don't. I think this is a nature podcast. You want to see absolutely? Something impressive? I, no, it's, yeah. it's very. It's one of one of nature's more impressive phallus. It really I, is. As it's, the layman, uh, I want to know it, what it a could hold, turtle penis It could looks hold like a right can now. of fat tire. That's how big it is. <laughs> Cheers, mates. You're gonna really? see it in a second here. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was gonna do a video. The videos are far more impressive. That looks like Pat's dick. Wait. <laughs> We're talking about oh the we are derailed. One. It's coming um, back. We are derailed here. Anyway, there oh you my go. god, 
There you go. Look at that sucker. There you go. There you go. Oh, it's horrific. I mean, I love nature, but that's what that's a lot of don't argue in the pants. It really is. Uh, well, gentlemen, right. let's do the thing. We got to wrap this up. It's late. Our wives and our children are calling. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say. Go to the Wild Times podcast. No, go to wildtimes.club forward slash info to find links to all the shit where you can find our podcast. Do not forget to check out the additional four podcasts we do a week on Spotify. You can subscribe there. You can subscribe on Patreon. We love you. Sign up for a member at uh, on YouTube. For a month. You said for a week. That's definitely not for a week. I'd kill myself. It's for a month. <laughs> uh, but be sure and check out fucking BTG's podcast. June 20th. Right. Kyle, what time? Semi-indestructible. Semi-indestructible. Premiering June 20th, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your wild times, it's part of the wild times family. And as I, as I always say, life is short. Death is forever. Get amongst it. 1 p.m. on June 20th. I don't know what time zone, but, uh, you know, that's Kyle's fault. PST Pacific Standard Time. How do I will not be, know the fucking time. I, you know, I'm going to be live. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be chatting. So will BTG. He didn't. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to premiere yeah. it like an episode where we can interact. Forrest won't be there because he never comes. But me and Pat sure. will be there nice. and BTG because we just told him right now BTG about about him being there. But he will be there now for sure. There you go. Nice. Yeah. See the All comments. right, everybody. Good pods. Good laughs. Good people. Good New pods. Great fun. Thank you. Hope Thank you feel better. Buddy. Good night. Good night. Like build hydro ground. Boom! I got him. If you need so him, like good pride. That's like the uh, Kirkland brand ibuprofen. <laughs> it's not even the real shit. Yeah, it it it, it is actually. It's a thousand <laughs> a thousand tablets. <laughs> oh, Jesus man. Christ, dude.